Welcome one and all to Umami Manga. I'm Petter and this is James. Hello there. And today we're talking about volume 8 of Spy Family. Before we go into anything else, I'll just say that at the end of this episode, we'll have a podcast-related announcement. Um, I'll save all the info about that for then. However, I will say that, uh, yeah, we did, for, for those of you who also listen to Titan Tea Time, we recently had a podcast-related announcement in one of those uh, about that podcast ending. This is not going to be one of those announcements, however, for, for Umami Manga. Umami Manga is not ending. I'll say We're that much. We're splitting up. <laughs> no. The band uh, is never getting back together. No, fret not, fret not. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's so good to have a new Spy Family volume again. I feel like this one's moving relatively slow compared to some of the other uh, ones. Yeah. But man, yeah. this one this one made me laugh a lot, uh, while at the same time kind of balancing that comedy with really great wholesomeness and amazing action sequences, as well as some kind of more more serious parts that I really enjoyed as well. So it's which is a really like a real treat to read this one. You know, I did not expect us to be on the cruise ship for an entire volume. Mm. Uh, that was not something yeah I had thought of going into it. But man, this is like bloodbath cruise. Like it, it is insane how <laughs> how violent this is. Uh, I mean, it makes sense for uh, yours profession, but my <laughs> goodness, it, I I feel like out of all the, I mean, it was still very funny and had some wholesome moments. But for me, it was just man, this is this is brutal. This. <laughs> This is some intense stuff, is what I was thinking. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I, I also felt that way, especially on my first read. I think because I was a bit shocked, kind of, at just, yeah, the, the sheer brutality of some of the things that we saw. Mm-hmm. Like, to be fair, we have seen your at work yeah. before, although definitely not to this extent. Uh, so this one definitely showed it more than the others. Like, a lot of people mm-hmm. were shown, you know getting killed, dying. There was a lot thrown of death. Off the ships and, uh-huh. and like shit like that. It was <laughs> it was pretty I mean it was exciting and fun for sure. And well, I guess we'll shed a little bit of light on the anime adaptation that's continued to air uh, recently. Uh have you seen the first episode of it? Uh I haven't seen the first episode of the second core yet. I'll say it was great. I'll also say this episode is recorded before the second episode of the second core is released, although it's probably going to release after that. But uh, the first episode, I'll just say it was amazing. Like on par with nice. you know the the first core's uh, content, it was amazing. I had such a such a blast watching that. So yeah, super excited to keep watching some more Spy Family anime this season. And uh, yeah, onto the characters, starting with your forger this time, obviously, since uh, <laughs> she's clearly the the. <laughs> main the main character of this volume i'd say mm-hmm. yeah and, and again it was awesome to see her kind of work uh more like up close like this uh like more so than we'd really ever seen before and like i think we got to understand even more than in the previous books just how just how skilled she is at what she does mm. it was it was pretty awesome it was cool seeing her in kind of her element in a way yeah um granted i think in previous volumes when we've seen her at work she does kind of seem possessed is that the right word where you know like <laughs> yeah. she really gets into the the whole I, i'm here to kill you um you're an enemy to the state kind of kind of, kind of a situation mm. um uh, this one felt a lot more kind of mommy your but 
also I'm gonna kill you at any site. I mean, not, not, not to say when your is in normal mode, she's not, you know, gonna snap and you know tear your head off if you if you do anything to Anya. <laughs> yeah. But it, it it kind of felt like she was a little more herself when she was with Shadi, but then quick quick to turn to her, you know, bodyguard assassin situation. Anyway, right? She, yeah. She was definitely she was definitely in her element, and it was it was cool to see. For sure. Yeah. And like about like some of her, I guess, abilities and like, yeah, like her about her capability when it comes to her work. Something we got to see here that I don't remember we had seen anything of before was uh, this ability she has to sense it, like people's killing intent or like bloodlust from people. Mm. Like she can sense that. And supposedly some other people have that ability too. It seems a little bit supernatural, but at the same time, I mean, I. To a degree, I, I can see it being natural since you could probably, like, if you're trained, you can probably, I guess, maybe see on someone's face expression or kind of like stuff like that. But but it, it seemed like it was a little over the top here where she walked into the room and she kind of felt just in the aura, like the aura kind of, she felt like that bloodlust. Um, interesting. Which I thought was, yeah, an interesting kind of ability of hers, sort of. I kind of take it as just really refined instincts. Fair. But yeah. <laughs> maybe, 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 I mean... To be fair, yours just inhuman strength that mm-hmm. could be a superpower in and of itself. So right, I guess adding on something else wouldn't be that out of the question. <laughs> right. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm not convinced that it's like actually like a superpower. Like it's it's not. I, I, in fact, I don't think it is like Anya's telepathy or Bond's future sight. I don't think uh-huh. it's quite on that level. But uh, but yeah, as you said, like with her strength, like that's already technically a superpower. <laughs> like you know, um, <laughs> like. <laughs> wow. But you know, it's it's manga, so you know, it's, it's yeah. a, I guess it's supposed to push the limits of what's technically possible, anyway. <laughs> I mean, I guess just talking about some of her fighting scenes and just her being an assassin. Mm. Um, I guess it's more of a bodyguard, but. Either way, okay. you know, the scene where you had her going up against the, the chain guy, um, mm. the, you know, pretend to be circus street performers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. But, you know, it was just so well drawn. And oh, yeah. Um, yours movements were in- incredibly acrobatic. And while it was, you know, a fight to the death, it was it was very pleasant to see i imagine <laughs> you know, yeah. like, thanks to anya really yeah well yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> anya helped out with that helped out her mom but um yeah that that was amazing and then before that when the food service i, I for some reason the name is escaping me room service the, room service that's well, it when room that. service comes mm. they obviously was assassin she ends up throwing her i get what what is that her her thorn like i i don't i don't know what you call her weapon to be honest ah uh, i yeah I, I don't really know the word for that either <laughs> either way she throws it right through the door through the guy's skull yeah <laughs> what, what? <laughs> i mean uh. Uh, endo is finding new ways to just amaze me at your strength and <laughs> honestly the brutality of it all <laughs> yeah it's awesome i love this I you know I, I wonder how serious slash dark this story will ever go like at at the most like because it pretty much since the start there's always been hints 
towards more serious and dark kind of stuff. While obviously, as a whole, this manga is very lighthearted and kind of wholesome and funny. Mm-hmm. But still, there is so much kind of that I feel it, it exists ben- ben- beneath the surface in the story that it could go really dark and serious if it wanted to. It's true. You're right. Yeah, it could. It could. <laughs> I don't think it would ever would, but it could go. You know, kind of the disturbing route too. Right. Um, <laughs> if you were to go into Anya's backstory, or you know, more. It, well, I mean, for all we have no idea what what could happen between a Yor and Lloyd conflict if that would ever to mm-hmm. uh, happen. But that that could be some pretty heavy stuff. So there's Definitely. a lot of potential for it, and not. And that, I'm not saying that it has to go like that. It's just there's a lot of ways it could go um, if it wanted to. Precisely. Or it can just mm. stick with the kind of tone and the theme it is going for and still be great. Yeah, so. and it's like I, I also don't really expect it to turn super dark. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I can't help but wonder, like, how would that be? Like, what would that be like? Because, mm. yeah. I don't know. It could be interesting. <laughs> uh, I agree. But yeah. Anyway, um, back to your, she, um, she looked pretty sad when Olga, Olka, uh, sorry, Olka pointed out that, uh, that her family is just for show, like it's just for her cover identity, and um, she continued to kind of ponder that during that night when she stood guard, in the in the room, and she, she was thinking about Lloyd and Anya at the same time as she was also also thinking about Yuri, mm-hmm. which I. Th- felt was a pretty strong indication that she thinks of them in this or in a, in a similar way that he thinks of or that, that she thinks of yuri which is some kind of a love or affectionate feelings right um obviously we we've we've discussed this before and there's definitely been hints before toward some kind of progression in her feelings toward her her fake family technically um mm-hmm. But I I thought this this kind of show, I th- I felt like this one took it like at least a little step further. Oh, absolutely. I I I think that this arc has given a lot for your to think about. Is yeah. her family just for show, or does she actually care for them? Mm-hmm. And I think as the story has gone forward, it almost felt like from the very beginning she kind of because uh, she's just a sweet person that she kind of cared for them. But I think mm-hmm. definitely by this point. It's clear to me that she has affection for uh, Lloyd and Anya, yeah. um, and parting with them would probably not be easy for her, as she kind of contemplated um, towards the end of the of the volume. Precisely. There was another question that I felt like she was pondering. Um, oh yeah, there was a moment where she was deeply thinking about why she's even doing this job. Precisely. And obviously, she thinks about her brother as well. But instead of deciding to stop, she finds kind of a new motivation to keep going with the assassination gig or, you know, keep fighting against these rotten individuals. Yeah. And she kind of reaffirms her motivation to protect the carefree life of others. And I think that extends well, and I think she's thinking about that extending to Lloyd and Anya. Definitely. I love that, like, a lot. Like, the fact that she actually questioned, like, she asked herself why she was doing her assassin job. And mm-hmm. kind of how through kind of recalling Olka's 
words about uh, you just just wanting to live a quiet life, she kind of understood that she's doing it like she is killing bad people in order to give the people that she cares for a life that where, where they can be safe, kind of. And yeah, again, yeah, she thought of Yuri, Anya, and Lloyd and Bond <laughs> in that and Bond, uh, yeah. <laughs> in that moment. Uh, so yeah, that yeah, that was that was lovely. And so epic when she, you know, you grabbed the sword and you stood up. Oh, yeah. yeah like, just crushed the sword in her hand. <laughs> I was kind of mad the volume ended there. I was like, oh, yeah. But I also, I, I especially, what I especially loved about that moment was how she, like, her thoughts went back to when uh, she and Lloyd got married. Uh, kind of on that back alley like i'm at least i'm quite sure that's what what she was recalling it in that moment she thought about lloyd and how lloyd would uh, most likely respect and understand this choice that she's making in, in, that, mm. in that moment and uh, in, in that in that part i'm pretty sure her thoughts went back to the to the mar- to the wedding i or or was that like at the party before they got engaged oh, if you will that like, may that have been may have actually that may have been it actually uh at least it's from around like that day. I, it's I, around I that, think. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seemed like that at least, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? Uh, you bring that up, and one, I, I thought that was very sweet. Mm-hmm. But I, I also think that her reasoning for keeping the doing the job, protect the carefree life of others, is similar to why Lloyd is doing his job as a spy because he doesn't want any child to cry again. So they yeah. have very similar goals in mind now. They're kind of playing for the opposite team here, but um, they're still individuals who think and feel very similarly. That's really funny that, that you say that. I, I, I agree completely, and I hadn't taken... And you also disagree? No, uh, no, no, I, I don't disagree at all. <laughs> I, just hadn't, um, I just hadn't noted that down. However, what I did note down was that uh, your and her brother Yuri have a very... Like, they have a very similar way of showing love. Um, oh. In how they, 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 well, yeah, and as as you said, as Twilight or Yo- uh, Lloyd does as well, they they make the world a better place in order to give their loved ones a more carefree life. Yeah, it's true, yeah. really, for all three of those characters. Absolutely, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, like Yuri didn't have a whole lot. He he got like that short chapter in this uh, <laughs> volume. Um, I, I don't actually have any notes for him. I don't know if you have much. Like, I, I don't know. Cause I, 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 yeah. The only note I have had about him was just this. And it was so tied to you, to your as well. So that's why I mentioned it here. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I guess I'll say that. But I really don't have much other than he, it, it was a sweet moment. Like a sweet flashback to hmm. them growing up with each other. And right. how much they, you know, care about each other. And yeah, it's just. And, he, and who gets a cold because their sister's away? Like, what? <laughs> that, I, only Yuri. <laughs> not only, not only should you never be down that bad, you, you, you shouldn't be down that bad ever for your sister. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> only I can be down that bad. No. Um, for your. For no, yeah, not for your sister. <laughs> not for my sister. Oh gosh, I, I, I put the asterisk there. <laughs> yes. Um, going back to your real quick. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I had kind of made the assumption or prediction that 
during this volume, this is when we had our volume seven discussion mm-hmm. heading into this arc. I was thinking maybe this would be kind of a, a turning point for your to make her want to quit being an assassin and maybe just focus on being a, uh, a mother to, to Anya. And Precisely. that could lead to some interesting kind of moments with, against, um, Oh gosh, her organization's the Garden. Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, the Garden, whatever. However, after this volume, I mean, granted, this arc isn't over, but after this volume, it feels like her resolution has only been strengthened, and <laughs> her, right. you know, motivation is as strong as ever. So I, I she's going to stay at Assassin with them. Uh-huh. Um, I am curious to see how garden plays a role going forward it does feel especially the the god what was i i remember it's been so long since the volume seven the yeah the guy who gives her orders he's kind of the head honcho of that organization what was it he wasn't a gardener i he? believe i maybe he was referred to as the gardener maybe he was referred to as mr green here, let me or maybe I'm uh, making this up. I'm just gonna scroll down to my notes. Shopkeeper, that's what it's. Shopkeeper, name. that's yeah, that's true. That's what he always was when she talked to him in the phone and everything, right? Yeah, that's right. Th- there was a Mr. Green though, but totally unrelated. <laughs> Who was Mr. Green again? <laughs> he was the guy that went camping with Damien. Oh, that's place. right. That was Mr. Green. <laughs> 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 I just I just knew there wasn't Mr. Green in that book. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I have no speculation about Mr. Green, but as for <laughs> as for the shopkeeper, he just seems kind of sinister in a way. Maybe that's just the vibe. He's like, I, I just have a bad guy face. I can't help it. No. Right. Yeah. That yeah. I just thought that maybe he would be some sort of antagonist um for the family but if your is really dead set on continuing the assassination job and doing it to protect her family and the you know the peaceful life of others then mm. then i guess the guess not um the show continues on so i guess for now that guess of mine is something that i'll put on the shelf and maybe we'll come back to it later but i, I don't think it's gonna happen right right yeah, yeah, d- definitely, definitely looking forward to seeing more of the garden in general. Yeah. And, you know, I expected we would see more of it um, in this uh, book, or at least learn more about it. Uh, but there wasn't a whole lot. Like, there was Matthew McMahon, like mm-hmm. the director. Like, mm-hmm. we got to know him. So that's, I guess, we, yeah, through him we got a little bit of a more more of an insight into the garden, but not... Not as much as I had, I had thought back when we had finished uh, Volume 7. Yeah. Anyway, anything else on your? After all that fighting uh, it, toward, towards the end of the volume, she only jammed a finger. <laughs> like, that, yeah, that's right. That was such an <laughs> injury to insult kind of, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if that was the reason why the Katana guy got the upper hand on her. And she lost her grip. Maybe that's why she couldn't hold on oh, to her weapon. I didn't. Think um, that if that was, then mm. then that little thing is what put her at, at the edge there. But right. I mean, it, it might have been. But then, of course, her super strength comes in, and <laughs> <laughs> as we as we mentioned already. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's all I have on your 
for oh well actually oh. how can we forget that your outfit oh my gosh like yes slay yeah, you, the, the dress that she wears in the final battle here uh that or... dress is actually very good but i really liked when there was just two moms having fun oh that you know, one two yeah. <laughs> you know she has like i think it, it was a sundress i don't, I don't know I'm not, I, I i don't wear dresses surprisingly so i don't, <laughs> I don't know the yeah. names right, but right. um mm. yeah i mean she killed it she did honestly she killed all, it a lot all, of ways. all of her outfits in this yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i will say i was a bit a little bit surprised uh to see her wearing her like thorn princess outfit like just out in public throughout like the middle it's part true. of this volume um it's like, it's standard uniform like you know the company policy she <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no, but, i mean it was nice to see her wearing like her her thorn princess get up some more here but I, I I I I liked her like the last dress she wore uh, surprisingly yeah, like much. Like that was probably my favorite outfit in this book uh, from her. For yeah, me. no, it, you're right. It's really good. <laughs> would would like to see again. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see it at least in the beginning of the next book. <laughs> so then, let's move on to Olga Gretcher. So just to clarify, hmm? she's she's changed her name. To Shati or Shati, however it's supposed to be pronounced. Yeah. So, like, I mean, we can call her Oka. I don't care. Oh. But, like, when she leaves a new life, she's not going to go back to Oka. She's going to keep... That's a fair point. She's going to keep fair... saying Shati. True. I don't know. But just the fact that... So, she and Zeb kept calling each other Oka and Zeb. You're and right. And they know they each did. other. Like, and that, and with that right. I felt like that was more so their identities more than the fake or the new ones. But That's fair. I mean, I think I, I think either is is okay to call them like yeah, as no. uh, just readers of the, of the absolutely, story. <laughs> absolutely. There's no like wrong answer here. Yeah, yeah. I guess like just for listeners to understand why I was calling her Shati. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and hey, like if, if you call her Shati and I call her Alka, that's fine. We can call her different uh, different things. I don't. <laughs> that that kind of feels like a. Uh, a fight you know so I, i'm just gonna call her olka okay and we're gonna we're gonna gotcha. move on All but right. just to clarify she Fair. changed her name not just her name but apparently her face yeah. and her hair like like plastic surgery i guess yeah exactly i assumed that as well like yeah because yeah her her uh, yeah she had that whole thing about her baby not like shouldn't be able to recognize her but but he still does um uh-huh. And yeah, yeah, that was, I mean, extreme measures, uh, but maybe but extreme situations as well. So yeah. I understand, I guess, but, but still, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty intense. Right. So her husband was killed as part of the underground upheaval. Mm. Um, and that's why she's fleeing. Really sad when you think about it. But you also wonder what exactly is this underground per se? What were they doing? But I guess it's very interesting because in, Zeb's flashback, you see that Oka's family was actually trying to help people in the war, um, you know, giving giving food out and making sure people were safe after destruction had occurred. Right. Yeah. Um, very very interesting side of it all. <laughs> Despite all the crimes, I guess they you know, they well commuted with family. <laughs> I mean, it may have also been like a way to recruit people or like to get people on their good side. Like maybe that's true. You know, definitely. I mean, you know, marketing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I totally I could totally see that as well. 
But she's leaving to live a new life, raise her son. At a, I don't know where they're going to. I don't. I don't recall. Yeah, I don't think exactly that was specified. Right. It's probably um, not in in Ostania or Westall. It's like it's elsewhere. I yeah. Think. But she's kind of this one. I guess we did bring this up, but she's the one to give Yor this idea of just wanting to live a, a carefree life. Not yeah. not to say that's what Yor is wanting, although I would love for her to come to that realization as well. That she could want that kind of thing is too. Right. Um, but it kind of helps motivate Yor to to have that uh, change, that resolve in herself. Exactly, uh, it, so because it's that kind of a lifestyle that she wants to kind of be able to give to the people that she cares for right exactly uh i get wanting fresh air and you know the baby was crying and all that but <laughs> you gotta understand your situation like yeah <laughs> don't go I outside almost, i felt the same way i was like yeah this is like if you just stay in it for like two or three days like just just kind of hang in there <laughs> but no she had to go outside <laughs> I to, to Endo's credit, he did give Oka a lot of reasons to just, or give her like arguments in that, you know, she, yeah. she felt like she was already free or she just kind of wanted to be rid of it already. Mm. Um, and the baby was crying. And yeah, so there was yeah. reasons. But at the end of the day, <laughs> the smart mo- move would have been to stay in the room. It would have. <laughs> but anyway. We wouldn't have gotten these cool yeah. action scenes otherwise. Exactly. <laughs> you kind of need characters like that sometimes. <laughs> or or Senor in her very nice dress. So just that say. too. Mm, precisely. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think that's all I have on Oka. Right, me as well. Then uh, let's move on to Zeb. Or uh, what was this uh, new name? <laughs> Fursio, like That is not that's a right. name I'm familiar with. It was. Yeah, yeah. He's a childhood friend of Olka, although he seems to be a little bit younger than, than she is. I think so, yeah. Um, maybe Like a few years, maybe. Although you wouldn't be able to tell now. No. Nah. <laughs> but I, I think, and it, it's probably fairly obvious, but he, he secretly loves her, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, when we learned about that, or like when we learned about like their backstory, kind of how Olka saved him in the past, and we got like... And yeah, that, that, it seemed pretty obvious that he has feelings for her. Mm-hmm. I um, I, I got I got some pretty serious death flag vibes. Yeah. Uh, I th- in that yeah. moment. So when he later on, like by the near the end of this book, when he risked his life to save her and like jumped in front <laughs> of the bullets, like, I was like, no! I I think I, I think I screamed out loud a little bit. <laughs> I, I it's I, I was convinced that that would have killed him, especially based on the previous supposed death flag. Um, mm-hmm really glad that he seems to be holding up though right <laughs> absolutely yeah thank goodness for bulletproof vests yeah he's in pain but he'll be fine i think right i think endo did that on purpose like set it yeah. up to be a death flag he must but then have. didn't have him die i I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if that yeah. was especially since both of us picked up on that or both of us yeah. felt that way about that moment uh-huh. yeah <laughs> yeah that, that was really well done <laughs> And I guess, you know, because of that love that he has for her, that was the reason why he went into the underground in the first place. And I guess his debt mm. to the the original boss and whatnot. But now it seems he's just sticking to his, his loyalty. He's sticking to his crush, uh, yeah. Oka. And 
I don't know exactly what the future is planned for those two, but I feel right. like he can be a good father for the baby whose name escapes me. Uh, <laughs> Bram yeah, uh, or something. Gr- Graham, I think. Graham, that's what it was. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that would be that would be nice. Seems to be a chicken, like <laughs> a bit of a scaredy cat. But there, there was a couple moments where he sees like Oka kind of shaking yeah. uh, a little bit, and then he starts acting like a chicken. So I don't, I don't know if it's a if he's just putting on an act. But then there's other yeah. moments where he was pretty quick to to jump. So I, I don't know. <laughs> True. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, the, a couple of those times it seemed like he was genuinely a scaredy cat. But I also noticed that one at least one time when it seemed it kind of yeah. I also got the feeling that he just kind of played it up for whatever yeah. reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it counts, he, he'll do, he'll do good as we saw. Yeah. Um, although he is prone to mistakes because he was the one, well, I guess we don't know for a fact, but right because he contacted his family, um, at some point they were able to, or these enemy spies or, or assassins, whatever, were able to pick up on the fact that they were going to be on this cruise ship at this time. Yeah. Is, that's what I understood. Is it, Yeah, like, th- that's the only reason that we know that may have been the case, or the the reason for it. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he goofed up, supposedly, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. At the same time, I understand. He's never going to see his parents ever again. Like, <laughs> wanted to say goodbye. Like, I can understand. Like, he didn't say that where they were going, and probably not that they were going on this cruise trip. Cruise ship. Yeah. Um. But, oh, well. Sucks. But, oh, well. Um. Mm. And then la- last thing I'll say is... He mentions the new mob boss, Hapoon. Right. Um, Hap- Hapoon? Something? Yeah, I, I don't know exactly how to say it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like Harpoon without the R. Yeah. <laughs> Who apparently is working with the pro war extremists. Right. Right. And I, and I wonder if that might uh. be a plot point later on. Oh, like, not yeah. To, maybe not so much with Zeb and, and Olka, but maybe for the forger family to butt heads against eventually again precisely yeah because hapoon might be working close with uh donovan desmond supposedly oh maybe. or or even that like yeah, yeah bring it right right with there i mean because he is also th- he's threatening the the peace between uh, east and west yeah and hapoon i suppose might have similar desires or at least is is buddy buddy with those people like you know willing right to true take their money Kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Interesting. That's all I got. Cool, cool, cool. Then let's talk about Matthew McMahon. Mc- McMahon? McMahon. McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I struggled with that name of it. Strange spelling. Like, I mean, well, it's not strange. Yeah. <laughs> it's strange because it's actually how we would spell it probably in, in America. Like, I know I've met McMahons before and they- that's how they spelled it. God. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of strange spellings. I think especially for, for last names. <laughs> I don't know if it's like Irish or Scottish or something, but yeah, right, right. There you go. Maybe. Anyway, sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Um, kind of old dude, but I, I, I'm sure he was a very, very, very good assassin in his youth. Uh, I, I love how experienced he is. Like it, it's, and it really shows mm. that he, he's, he's probably worked with, with in this profession since maybe like his teens or at the very least his early twenties. Like he's been in, in, in this in this industry kind of for a long, long time. And 
he just knows how everything should be done and how it is done and like yeah just how he's always so kind of calm and collected uh even though like yor is probably a more capable fighter than he is he still shows so much kind of uh authority kind of yeah and uh just skill skill in other areas besides i mean he's a skilled fighter too uh but just yeah just in general man he he i i'm kind of sold on him after this book honestly (laughs) no he's a he's a great character um Mm. i like his line whether wartime or peace uh well i guess it's i'm not really quoting him exactly but basically he says whether wartime or peace they will fight for their country Um, Mm. i don't know it just kind of gave me pause to think about their their job and their perspective on the whole thing yeah um you know they're there to maintain peace in a way i guess it could be debated on um who they're fighting for exactly uh you know who dictates the what is peace and what is not you know the shopkeeper (laughs) yeah the shopkeeper i guess (laughs) who's he who's he does he have to answer to anybody? I don't know. Anyway. Right, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I like that line. He reminds me of yeah. kind of an athletic Alfred from Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, this could be one of those alternate dimension Alfreds, you know, that's Precis- really, really capable. <laughs> T- totally. <laughs> yeah, where he fights alongside Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There was actually like on the last there was a lot like a final little bonus page at the end of the physical book where um usually uh, Endo goes over some of the character designs and like shows some concept art of some characters like a little stuff like that and uh-huh. um he had something to say about uh McMahon uh basically that he um he hadn't really he didn't know that he would be as prominent in this arc as he became um and he said that if he had known if if he had known how how big of a role he would play he would have uh he he would have liked to have kind of spent more time on his character design making his character design more (laughs) unique i guess (laughs) but i mean i i think he has a good design anyway yeah it definitely to me it it definitely felt like he was more of a background background character and then as the pages kept turning and he (laughs) kept having things to do it was like oh wow okay i guess he's He's more in this than I thought. <laughs> right, yeah. Especially, like, that one time when he, like, starts cracking, like, the limbs of that one guy. Of that, yeah. that hitman. Like, that, like, I think it was with that scene I was like, okay, this is an interesting character. <laughs> and I like this guy. He's so ruthless, but I love it. Yeah. It's like, yes or no questions. And he gives a, he gives a, you have to give a straight answer. Like, this is not a yes or no. And then, oh, sorry. That wasn't yes or no. Yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> Uh yeah, yeah that was so awesome. <laughs> uh, but near the end of the book, he was whacked pretty hard mm. by that by that guy with the the sword. And I hope he's all right. Yeah, you know, old people, man, like they're only one hit away from <laughs> that grave. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but not. Ultimately, I think he's gonna be fine. He's not gonna be able to fight anymore in this kind of part i don't think but i think he's gonna survive it's my hope at least here oh yeah i don't i don't think he's gonna die i'd be surprised if he did true yeah right anyway anything else on matthew mcmahon nope then uh let's move on to anya forger anya (laughs) what do you got on her it's her greatest and most heroic adventure yet yes (laughs) 
Yeah. In a way, she was acting like a typical, gosh, how old is she supposed to be? Five, six year old. Mm. But at the same time, she was doing it in the most Anya way ever and just, you know, trying to help the her her mom and <laughs> obviously she was doing it for her own benefit and try to keep their family together. But, you know, yeah. just it was really just classic Anya in so many ways. And I just have so many mm. comedic moments from her. Precisely, yeah, that's really most of what it is. <laughs> uh, but I think for me, like the the really the one most substantial thing that I thought we got from her in this uh, volume was how she managed to to make like to, to make sure that that Lloyd didn't see or fight that hitman, and um, and like and, and on top of that, she was also able to kind of make the passengers around think that it was all a performance, um. like. That, that entire thing i i think she, like yeah she she just pulled that off really well and yeah she should be commended for that <laughs> but that's not the life of a spy it you you go your 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 good deeds go unrecognized in the in that line of work <laughs> yeah honestly that's exactly what's happening with anya like yeah <laughs> i mean some some of her deeds are not necessarily like that important and meaning that to her, it's like super. Like, oh, I gotta do this, otherwise my family's gonna be torn apart. Yeah. Um, but in some cases, it's like, yes, absolutely. It's so glad you're doing all this. Like you, you, like for example, with the with the bomb and when she was writing on Bond, that 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 whole arc, mm. that was super key. Like if she hadn't done that, then yeah, Lloyd would have perished. But um, true, yeah, yeah. So she has she has those moments, and I, I feel like this cruise, definitely that moment with. The, the circus performers you know that that was definitely a shining moment for her absolutely yeah <laughs> i i have a quick ex personal experience that relates to anya's with that skeleton key oh so when i was living in japan our kind of first how could i say uh station there mm -hmm. we for some reason went on a cruise for like a day i think we we were able to spend the night but then we came back home afterwards like it was like the cruise ship was just at the the port or whatever it, i don't know it was maybe some okay. military discount thing uh -huh. but i i distinctly remember going to a gift shop and just seeing like these all these random like knickknacks similar to the skeleton thing oh and and i ended up getting like this little <laughs> like this little sword with an eagle at the at the hilt <laughs> uh, kind of, it had like a little fake red gem in the middle, like in the center of the eagle. It was, it was like one of the coolest things ever. And I guess I ended up get the, my dad or somebody ended up getting a souvenir for me. And nice. I don't know. I I think I may have that somewhere in one of my just random little boxes. Oh. But it, I've carried it with me all these years. Oh. So yeah, it's kind of true that these cruise ships i guess sell these random little knickknacks I, mean, I don't know if it's like a japanese cruise thing or if this actually is things that happens around the world but uh this is definitely relatable to me right yeah i mean i i, I can imagine that's probably true like outside of japan as well in in these types of places but that that, that that's cool i i'm how <laughs> you can relate to that yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> anything else on anya no that's it uh, then a bit on Lloyd. He, well, I have one single thing on him, and it's that he admitted to feeling lonely when uh, they were having dinner without Yor. 
I mean, to be fair, I guess Anya kind of baited him into saying that, but still, he didn't say <laughs> that. Like, he, he did say that it was a bit lonesome without Yor around. And I don't think he would have said that without any reason behind it. So Maybe, yeah. You know, like, not not, not entirely. So I, I feel like, like sure, there, we have more reason to think that there's affection from Yor's end of it so far. But still, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing to pick up on some of these little hints from Lloyd as well. Oh, I mean, I think for sure that the Lloyd is very much uh, attached to his family at this point. Um, he just yeah. doesn't realize it yet. I think we sure. mentioned mm-hmm. that in previous discussions. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think in this instance, in particular, I don't know. Maybe that was his true feelings coming out. But also, I mean, what is he supposed to say when Anya says that? Like, I don't know. It, it, <laughs> fair, shut up and eat fair. your food. Like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it, did, it did kind of feel baited in a way. I mean, yeah, so. right. <laughs> but a little bit of truth to it, though, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it was just funny just seeing him so dead focused on understanding Anya and <laughs> yeah. Anya is the ultimate unknown. And yeah. <laughs> that was actually, yeah, that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta observe. <laughs> Analyze. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, I guess life's kind of hard for him on this cruise, but how in the world does he not notice all the fighting going on? He's just <laughs> completely oblivious to it. Yeah. Mr. Best spy in the entire world, <laughs> and he has no idea what's going on under his nose. Like, well, come on, yeah. he picks up on the surveillance cameras, uh, right? Yeah, and they, or the hearing devices or whatever. Right. Yeah, but that. But yeah, but I think because of his other worries, uh, like he he gets distracted. You know, like because he he's all he 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 worries that they'll hear him act like he's not a real father and stuff like that and i think that worry distracts him from what's really going on or from doing any kind of actual spy work yeah yeah that's i feel like that's definitely the excuse but i don't really buy it (laughs) i i've been i've i've said this multiple times how has he not figured out that yours is something other than just a regular I don't know, woman. What what is a regular woman? Like this makes sense. But anyway, um, you know, it's it's just a thing. It's just a story, and I, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, I I think he, I think Yor is just too chaotic to be able to really read in a sensible way. If Yor is chaotic, what is Anya? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, and that, and that's why he hasn't figured out that Anya has superpowers. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's true. That was another another one of my things. I think I think Anya's chaotic. Your is well, I was gonna say unpredictable, but maybe is Anya more unpredictable? I don't know. Oh, I mean, it's predictable both, that should be unpredictable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Good question. Anyway, uh yeah. But at the same time, like the fireworks, that happening at the same time as the the onslaught on the top deck which mm-hmm. we didn't mention yet but excellently uh choreographed is that the right maybe yeah. not the right oh, word but yeah no but i, I just, think it is to go was, yeah 
the panels that go along with the happenings of the fireworks, the casino, mm. and everything. <laughs> it, yeah, was it was pretty brilliant. brilliant. It was so good. <laughs> um, so in that sense, and with all that noise going on, although I do, I would expect Lloyd in any other circumstances to be able to pick up on that. Um, I'll give him the credit for not being able to to uh, pick up on it during the fireworks. Yeah, yeah, he gets a pass on that one. He gets a pass. That all on him? Yeah. Then let's move on to Frankie a bit. He was absolutely ecstatic to be on the volume cover of this volume. <laughs> he was. Uh, there was like, I, did you also get like that bonus page that showed just uh, how absolutely oh. like over, like he was so, so, so happy. No, to I never got cover. that. I just thought he looked <laughs> just super snazzy on the cover. And, oh, and true, true. Yeah. The, yeah, the, co- the cover itself kind of shows, yeah, he's just very content and kind of proud with himself probably because yeah. of that. But there was a bonus page at the very end or near the very end of the book where he's just jumping with joy <laughs> <laughs> at, at the opportunity to be on the volume cover. <laughs> yeah. And he's hoping that he'll appear on, on, on the next volume cover as well. <laughs> I happen to know that he won't, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> who knows how long until he'll be on the cover again <laughs> yeah final volume when everybody's <laughs> right. on the cover <laughs> in the corner or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but yeah he got literally two pages in this volume <laughs> together with bond uh but yeah i guess that was a pretty funny scene picking up ladies with bond yeah <laughs> Yeah, not much, not not much, despite being on the cover. But I guess he'll take it. <laughs> he absolutely will. Uh, I guess we're moving on. Yeah. And really, I only have one other or two other, but I I'm, I'll mention them at the same time. Really, just to mention Heyman and Vides or Vitas or however it's supposed to be pronounced. Those two guys, uh, who were really kind of, I don't know. I I honestly am not really sure like what their significance in this book was exactly hmm. like they were kind of around completely like in the dark on everything that was going on and they won the jackpot at the casino at the end more than that, i i don't really see the point of them but i don't know oh, do you have well, anything yeah i think it's it's part of the disguise in that you know shati and gray were Supposed to be like these big wig like people and the government. Oh, I can't I can't remember if it's government or bank or whatever. They're they're just supposed to you know make them feel at home and and custom and oh, yeah. it, it ba- basically just it, entertain them and and make the company look good is what their mm. job was supposed to be. I mean I, I feel like that is a common occurrence even today. So I think that that was the extent of their role, and but when they were told that, well, well, they're they want to be by themselves, so yeah, free to go, kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a bit funny. I think it's just part, <laughs> just part of the disguise, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's true. I guess there's nothing else on them though. Or no, no, I didn't have anything on them. No. Well, uh, is there any other character that you want to talk about? I mean, just just briefly the. Two assassins that seem to be causing, well, I guess there's three, that seem to be causing the most trouble. Mm. The one who's just listening in on everything. That way, yeah, yeah. The super sniffer guy who seems to be the instigator. Right. Kind of just taking the lead. Uh-huh. And then 
the katana guy at the end although i don't think he's gonna last very long uh, how the volume yeah. ends <laughs> he seemed more like a hired arm or like a like a like just a muscle like he he i don't know how much of a brain he had compared to like those first two that you mentioned i think were definitely more characters right and, like to a bigger extent yeah but but still yeah although yeah. to to the katana guy's credit i mean your even said that this guy is in a league of his own uh, like True. probably more a little closer to her uh i'm not gonna say that she, she, he's in the same league as her <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they, they, yeah that's true though uh but yeah though th- those first two that you mentioned especially that they, they were interesting i didn't take any notes yeah. for them but no uh, i didn't either well except but, for a little, little bit <laughs> i mean I, I i did like the design a lot of the like the leader guy um, yeah like he 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 had this like i don't know sometimes he he looked kind of nice and just kind of he looked like a nice guy but then he his, his face some, sometimes would just turn like super yeah. mad and evil there, and crazy yeah. <laughs> there was that one panel where after he gets a good sniff of them passing by and he mm. puts two and two together he just gets this sinister grin yeah and it's like oh gosh i love that very bad guy look <laughs> yeah definitely it was good yeah 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 and i i surprisingly i love it i i like his character design a lot um like he just looks really good for the type of role that he is mm. um and the and the guy and the guy who was uh, just listening in on everything um i don't know if they were setting anything up but he was listening in on two guys who were kind of discussing or like i can't remember exactly now but he heard them over uh, he, he overheard them talking about something like uh overthrowing the others or something like that oh or what was it it wasn't exactly that i can't remember there was a lot of conversation he was listening to he was listening in on like two of the two of the other hitmen and uh oh he or like i got the feeling that that he was gonna like do something himself about some of those other hitmen like or some i don't know let me find that yeah, I'm I'm trying to find it too. I'm I don't know where it is though exactly. I believe it's chapter forty nine. Oh. And he says that there are a few dim bulbs on every team, I suppose. Precisely. I guess I'll need to prepare for that. Yeah. Exactly. It sounds like either he's going to betray them. To me it sounds like he's either going to betray them or he's preparing for uh, a getaway because it may not because of the dim bulbs it may not work out yeah. that's that's how i interpreted it. how are you interpreting it differently i mean i didn't I, I i i didn't give it too much thought but just the feeling i got with that was that he would do something that would affect the situation in in, in a way that we maybe hadn't wouldn't have anticipated perhaps mm. because it sounds like these hitmen are are like gonna take him out it's some precisely you know. yeah they they are they, they seem to can be yeah they they want to get rid of him somehow so he w- w- which makes me think that he would turn on them or at least not well not all of them but but some of those guys that he has overheard saying things like that which i mean i'm not saying he's gonna be able to be like like join the good guys or anything like that but but he would do something that i don't know maybe like set off an explosion on the ship or or like i don't know Though at this point it seems like this arc is mostly over, so I don't know anymore. But at the time when that happened, I was like, okay, he's gonna do something. But right now, I don't know. I guess. Maybe it's just about getting a making a getaway. 
you know. True, could be could just be that. And to be fair, like he kind of has a design that I wouldn't be surprised if he would appear later on, or if if he's not caught in this volume and nothing mm. happens to him, I wouldn't be surprised if he would appear again in, in a different at a different point in time. True, true. That could be nice. So I guess that's all for the characters, though. Yeah. Awesome. Then then let's jump into the comedy. It's even got an ocean. <laughs> it's it has even got an ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Anya is really oh god, she was so funny in this book, just <laughs> in so many ways. Uh, she was scaring the passengers on the ship, saying <laughs> yes. that the ship will sink. Like <laughs> we have to finish exploring before the ship sinks. Don't yeah. say that. <laughs> And just it's so funny, just the combination of seeing like the reactions of the people around, as well as uh, Lloyd's just face of being like, "No, stop, stop it! Like, <laughs> you, you can't just do that. You can't just say that." <laughs> uh, and and Lloyd trying his best to like to be a normal, funny dad. Like, I thought that was so so funny. Like, getting the key, the, the skeleton keychain, and the getting the the fun outfit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and every like all of his doubts and like his thought monologue, like along with that, was also so funny. I, I think Anya broke his soul after dissing his new look. Like, yeah, <laughs> you could just see the moment his soul breaks. <laughs> Absolutely, and yeah, I like Anya's face. Like, I mean, she has a lot of great faces, but I especially love the one when she like she turns back toward Lloyd, uh, with, like with all that sweat in her face. Um, Oh, that's a good like, one. The, yeah. You know, when, when she's trying to uh, make sure that, that he, uh, he doesn't see your fight, Barnaby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he's like, what does that expression even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lloyd. I loved Anya's tired face in this one. I mean, she's made oh, yeah. a lot of good tired faces, but this is a good one. She's just <laughs> like half, just ready to fall asleep. He's okay, it's time for girls like you to be in bed. He's like, no, I got my adventure to do this. <laughs> Wham! And then just yeah. falls asleep. <laughs> I could, I could, I could like, I could hear that uh, when yes. I read it. It was so good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, I also loved how she, how she misunderstands like some words with that that Barnaby hitman. <laughs> I'll frog you right to death. <laughs> he, he said flog, but she, but she thought it was frog, and like it was that that the visuals with the chained frog was so funny. That's another instance where I wonder, I wonder what the Japanese said. Exactly, and like it's so cool. Like, and we've talked about this before. How the the translators or or localization team or whatever, uh, they they do such a good job at making all these puns really work. Mm. Uh, like in 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 several of the previous books as well. Like I've been surprised, really, honestly, positively surprised at how well a lot of these. Uh, once work because you they, I mean I feel like usually it's hard to pull that off in translation but it works perfectly mm-hmm. along with the images yeah um, you know there was also like the the swall chihuahua. chihuahua yeah <laughs> that was a classic I'll never forget but there's been other stuff as well like that's not the only other exa- example um, but yeah it was great uh, and actually in, in, in that moment when she was imagining uh, the Barnaby hit, hitman um, like using the chain frog uh, and how how Lloyd would say to your like you're a hitman and you hate frogs. I'm leaving you. The Forger family is over. Uh, <laughs> when when I read that line, 
since I had frogs on my mind, I, I, I read it as the Frogger family is over. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Everything is frogs. <laughs> yeah. And actually another one of those kind of, I guess, pun words, although I guess this one might have been the same in Japanese potentially, is um, how, how she said, or, or I guess I don't know if it would have been the same in Japanese. Either way, um, how, how she said at the beginning of the volume, even, even our room is sweet. Because she had heard someone say like the sweets um, oh, about their room. Oh, I, I, I didn't was, pick up on that. That was pretty that. funny. Oh, <laughs> that, that, that's another pun that really worked. My pun game is is lacking. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to that that moment real quick. Yeah, it's very early on. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They even they even put in quotations sweet. Right. Oh, why didn't mm-hmm. I? Because uh, she must have overheard uh, someone yeah, used the, to like the sweet, say that. Yeah. <laughs> The localization is very good with the puns and really making is. it still match with the the Japanese, uh, the original Japanese. I feel like, uh, yeah, right? I'm yeah, sure whatever it is. Yeah, I'm sure there's someone out there who's like, um, that's not what the actual Japanese says. And yeah. and to be fair, like I I can get that way sometimes too, especially if I know okay, there's no way that's what it said. But I feel like with Spy Family, they've taken a lot of care into yeah. doing this right. In comparison to maybe some other official publications, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah, it works so well. Like, it's never felt weird at all. In fact, it kind of feels like it was made for English, which... Oh! You know, at least to me, it, 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 yeah. I, I know it isn't, but I can, I can um, the saying. fact that it kind of feels that way to me uh, really just shows how well done it is. It might help that this setting is very much European-based. I mean, True. To, to be fair, like it def it does have like a, a Jap- Japanese idea of what Europe is sometimes, <laughs> but yeah. um, still, it, maybe that maybe that helps mm, a little bit. Yeah, uh, it may uh, absolutely may. Um, Anya trying to distract Lloyd so that she could slip away, um, like, <laughs> like only for her to get distracted instead. <laughs> so I thought that good. was so funny. And how she said, I can't believe I fell for Papa's trap and wasted half the day goofing. <laughs> <laughs> goofing? <laughs> they have goof putting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, I love it so much. I love how upset she gets with the, with the golf. Like, it's good. <laughs> Is it already uh, done? <laughs> <laughs> I will get the ball in the hole. <laughs> and just how she just angrily eats. Yeah. I've already wasted the whole day. <laughs> it's so good. Going back to closer to the beginning of the volume, um, mm-hmm. when when Yor is going through the masquerade party and she basically grabs some guy's hands and does a little dance and then like yeah. squeezes his hand, crushes his hands. I'm just like, oh my gosh, it could have been me. It could have been me. <laughs> oh no. For free? For real? <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. But I, know, I but seriously, I, I like the line. I'm, I'm I'm afraid of a married woman that just like crushes his hand. Like, Ooh. Yeah, it is great. <laughs> but it could have been you, James. It could have been me. <laughs> I'll never be Lloyd, but I could have been that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, at least he he um, he survived, unlike a lot I, of the he, other hitmen. I mean, <laughs> gosh, how can you go move on though? I mean, for just uh, holding hands is one of the most lewd things you can do, right? It like, is yeah, absolutely. Gosh. Mm-hmm. I'll never be the same. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I also loved how McMahon started swabbing the deck while the battle was still going on. Oh my gosh. That, that was so great. Oh, he was so fighting and cleaning at the same time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Love that. Uh, when the one assassin just spews poison in yours face. She's oh, yeah. like, that was so rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was rude. How dare. How dare you? <laughs> I thought it was also really funny how in that scene there were like there were at least two of the of the hitmen uh, opponents who like they started introducing themselves as if though they were kind of hot stuff, but uh-huh. they were killed in like a single panel. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> Oh gosh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think I'm out of uh, notes for comedy, but go for whatever you got if you if there's anything. I think that's all the ones I want to mention. I mean, we we already talked cool. about the the street performing that was mm. great, and then <laughs> yeah. the the whole fireworks and bloodbath stuff like that Absolutely. was funny in its own right. I think in a, in a in a way for sure. Can't wait to see all that animated. Yeah, so eventually, thinking, hopefully. Oh, what. <laughs> What are Wit and Cloverwork going to do with that whole arc? Do you think it's possible this might be the finale kind of-ish of the second core of this season? You really think so? Maybe. Are they going to Are they gonna get past... Could it get that far? Like, I wonder if it will get that far. <sighs> I think it, it's possible, though it's definitely not guaranteed. I don't think they're going to get past tennis. What? Like, I think they'll do tennis, but that... I don't know if that would be the end, but... I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think they'll get close to okay. the cruise, in my it's, opinion. The, that's possible. They may. They may get into volume six, uh, and yeah, the tennis stuff. Yeah, and finish off Fiona's kind of bit there. Yeah, because I think Fiona's gonna be in it. She definitely will, because she's in the opening and ending sequences. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen the ending yet, but I saw it in the opening. Yeah. And in the like the promotional art and everything. So she's definitely we're definitely gonna reach Fiona, which mm-hmm. I can't wait for. <laughs> <that>. uh, <laughs> It'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be good. <laughs> you know, we mentioned earlier how the pacing of the volume releases has been kind of slow, and just the the chapter release has been slow. I don't know if you've paid attention to the release schedule, but yeah, they just come out at somewhat slow pace um i mean mm. you know i'm glad that I, I or at least i hope that uh endo is not overworking himself in any way so if it's yeah. a good schedule for him that he can still enjoy his life then yes please for sure <laughs> uh, but at the same time uh it is not releasing incredibly fast so it makes me mm. wonder when we finish this second core of spy family man like how long are we gonna wait because there's no way they won't do this season two it's too successful so mm, yeah, right. Yeah, how long? How long? <laughs> Precisely. Yeah, I may have to wait to for for yeah. Probably a few for, years for the manga to do more stuff. Yeah, for yeah. It to cover. True. True. Although it has been, or at least the first course of of the season has been, or it was pretty good at kind of doing filler without True. it feeling like a drag at all. True. Um, 
So like as long as it just does it like a little bit here and there, like they did in that first core, I think that's perfectly fine to just I guess I guess to slow slow down the pace a little bit for the anime, because mm. um, I I do think they made it work really well for that part. Absolutely. Daddy. <laughs> yes. Daddy. Bill. <laughs> I feel so sorry for him. <laughs> it it was even funnier in the anime. Like it was. Oh it gosh. was hearing the voice and yeah. getting the backstory flashbacks. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> I don't know why the that's one of the best moments from the anime. There's so many good ones though. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, there is. This is something becoming anime discussion, but the saving Anya from the you know the bad guy and and your that the whole the whole <sighs> castles episode was just yeah incredibly done in the anime they just went above and beyond yeah that, that was pretty awesome uh, yeah anyway, and sorry. and yeah and you got to see Bond you got to get to that second core you got to oh Bond. I know ba- Bond is also amazing <laughs> I will say without <sighs> gotta, saying much much more I gotta than that. get there Bond is great. <laughs> Ah, but yes. Um, <laughs> what do we got for predictions for Volume Nine? Oh, so I already already made one of my predictions in that. Uh, well, I guess not for Volume Nine, but just in the future, maybe Fair, a future yeah, plot yeah. point, the Hapoon thing. Um, oh yeah, right. And and maybe the new underground working with either Desmond or some other um, pro war uh, extremists. And that could mm. maybe cause a headache for the Forger family at some point. Um, right. Yeah. I'm really, this is maybe more of a hope than a prediction. I really want them to have Forger family fun time on the cruise at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. There may still be time for that. There should be at least one more day or like they're at port or something. There should be time for it. There should be. Yeah. But yeah. it just depends on what's your status after all this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see. Yeah, because to my understanding, the ship will go back, uh, like reach shore again. Like the trip will be over in the afternoon or evening of the next day. Mm-hmm. Like they will have at least a big part of that day on the cruise ship. So, nice. Um, yeah. So if if they do finish up tonight, uh, with all of the, well, yeah, the the fighting and everything. Then, uh, then yeah, there should be some family quality time, hopefully. Good, good. I want yeah, that, that. That would be so. That would be so great to see. Anya would be so happy too. Oh like, my gosh! I, yes. I just, I, I really want to see that. <laughs> For sure. Hmm. I'm trying to remember what what happened in Volume Seven, <laughs> like because this whole Volume Eight just was so focused on your and the cruise ship. It's like, okay, what were the other plot points that we kind of left? Um. I felt like it, it like at least near the end of Volume Seven, it just really led into this arc, kind of. It really built, did, yeah. Built up for this one really well, introducing the, the shopkeeper at, or like more, more thoroughly and everything. I think a prediction I have for nine because Becky's on the cover, right? Or is it Desmond? It, it's Becky. It's Becky. That's what I thought. Um, I think Becky will have a little thing. I know the cover does not mm. necessarily indicate <laughs> that, but Precisely. in the past it has. Like Fr- Frankie, Frankie kind of got the short end of the stick. But the other the other covers have kind of had, well, I guess because the chapters just very have a lot of variety to them. But yeah. I I think I think Becky gets a gets something. Yeah, I was actually also gonna suggest that because I think that would be so nice. Since yeah, I mean she is one of my favorite characters, and 
she's on the cover, as you said. I, I think that would be awesome. At the very least, I, I definitely predict that the next volume is going to take us back to Eden Academy again, since obviously that wasn't at all in this volume. Right. So, you know, we'll get to at least see Becky and Damien and Henderson and, you know, all of them again. Mm. Uh, but yeah, some actual Becky focus would be absolutely lovely. I'd really like that. Do you think... Um... Oh, man. Why are the names escaping me? Oh? The girl obsessed with, with uh, Twilight that's also a spy. Why? Oh, um, Fiona. Fiona. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> I was trying to think of her spy name for some reason. Uh, oh, yeah. Nightfall. Nightfall. That's dang it. Anyway, do you think <laughs> she'll finally come back into the story? Oof. I mean... Is it time? Training in the mountains is complete? <laughs> A boy can dream. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope so. I hope so. But I, I guess there isn't necessarily a reason to to definitely think so. There's really no indication. There's not much indication no. of, of much. No, no, sadly not. I would love to see her again, though, as soon as possible, really. <laughs> that, would be, that would be really nice. Do you think Lloyd relaxes at all? Because it doesn't seem like he's really relaxing, <laughs> you know? No, no, definitely not. Sadly not. Yeah. He, yeah, because as we saw in this volume, he was just really, like, constant. Like, whenever he was, like, even if he was just kind of standing, looking out into the ocean, seemingly doing nothing, his mind was racing with, like, how to deal with Anya and, like, or everything in general, kind yeah. of. The mission and everything like that. So, yeah, I don't think he's really getting to relax at all, which he should. He needs to, but he isn't. <laughs> so, I'm going to make the bold prediction that he is finally going to relax just a little bit. Just a little bit in this next volume. Um, that would be and, awesome. And that'll be the family time. Like, he doesn't... Yeah. He, he like, suddenly starts relaxing, and then, and then he, like, catches himself, and he's like, wait, I can't be doing that, or something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I like that prediction. That's a good one. That would be awesome. When, like, and even if it's, like, I, I guess either that, that would be awesome, Another thing that I could see that could be sweet, although maybe less likely, just based on his character, but I guess it could be nice as well, would be if he Make kinda... out with your oh. like, oh, what? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Petter, you're How so did bold. You know? How did you know I was about to say that? <laughs> I mean, come on. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. What I was... Sadly, what I was about to say was is not as exciting. However, um, <laughs> would be if he would um, try to, I guess, make an effort to try to relax, like to actually yeah. actively seek recreation and relaxation. Um, yeah. And whether or not he succeeds, I guess, I guess that that that's not really relevant here. But at least for him to try to actually to to seek that and to find that in himself. Um, I don't know how, again, I don't know how likely that is based on who he is as a person because he, mm -hmm. l maybe he wouldn't do that, but I think at least eventually I'd like to see him actively try to do that Yeah, uh, and to choose, to actually choose to do that. Because I don't think we've ever seen him relax. Like maybe the most we've seen no. is where he just plopped down on the, on the couch in the first or first or second volume. Uh, I think it was the first volume. Yeah, he probably right, yeah, he can't, exhaustion. Precisely, yeah, I was. Yeah, he didn't have much of a choice but to relax then, because he, yeah, he was yeah. just completely out of it. But that, but that's True. it, right? Like everything else, yeah. he's just constantly thinking. 
I believe so. And I mean, plus in that in that situation, even then, even though yeah, he he did fall asleep, but once Anya kind of crept into like kind of sn snuck into his uh, arms, he woke up and like he he was still kind of tense, even though he was resting. I think in that moment because he mm. woke up and kind of flung her aside, kind of <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Um, so yeah, he needs to learn how to relax, like for real. Absolutely. I think that was that was supposed to be the point of this cruise, wasn't it? Like, oh yeah, in, in a way, yeah, you know, yeah. I think, uh, I think, um, I forget her name, Sylvia, so, oh, okay. like the the handler. Mm. I think, yeah, she she told him to to do that. So, yeah, mm. he's got a ways. Yeah, he may be the greatest spy in the world, but <laughs> he's got a ways. For sure, for sure. Um, and about well, I guess we mentioned it, but. McMahon, I predict he will be fine ultimately, mm. though he's probably gonna be pretty out of it for now. Like, he because he, he was knocked pretty hard, but I do believe he will be fine eventually. Like, he's gonna be fine. That's my prediction on him, I guess. Um, but that that's it for my predictions. Do you have anything else? No, that that's it. Gotcha. Then, uh, should we do the podcast-related announcement now, or I think it's a good time. All right, let's uh, let's do that. So. Uh, well, basically, for the past 17 months, we have released a new episode every single Friday. Um, one of those releases per month, like one of those Fridays per month has been a Titan Tea Time episode, whereas all of the other Fridays every month has been an, an Umami Manga upload. And we've been doing this since the start of June last year. However, since I have, well, I started studying this semester and I've realized that I sadly can't continue doing weekly uploads anymore or at least at least for the time being i guess you, you never know in the future maybe we'll go back to more frequent uploads however i can't continue doing weekly at the moment mm -hmm. and so umami manga is moving over to releasing episodes every other friday from from now on basically um we do still have the final episode of titan tea time coming out next week so throughout the week of october or throughout the week of October, throughout the month of October, uh, things are still going to remain the same. Like there isn't, nothing's going to change uh, throughout October. However, starting in, in November, uh, you know, Titan Tea Time is going to be over, and Umami Manga is going to be releasing episodes every other Friday. Um, however, really, as far as Umami Manga is concerned, this doesn't actually change too much, since as I said before. Uh, one Friday per month, up like up till now, uh, has been a Titan Tea Time release. So, Umami Manga was technically never fully weekly to begin with, uh, like Umami Manga in and of itself. Um, and so, moving over to releasing every other Friday now, it's really only going to mean one less episode per month mm -hmm. of Umami Manga than it has been so far, uh, since... With the way things the way things have been for the past seventeen months, uh, I think depending on the month, of course, it's been either three or four umami manga episodes per month. Yeah. But from now on, it's going to be either two or three umami manga episodes per month, depending on the month. So yeah, just one less episode per month. Uh, so yeah, uh, sorry about this announcement, I guess. <laughs> but uh, we it, yeah again, it's not going to be that big of a change. We're still going to continue every other Friday, and. Um, uh, one little side announcement that I'll actually make is that the Umami Manga episode that's coming out two weeks from now, 
that's October 28th, will be a special Halloween episode. Ooh. So I hope everyone's looking forward to that one. Ooh. I'm very excited for it personally because this is this is the first time that James and I are doing like a I guess a seasonal special mm-hmm. uh, umami manga episode. So um, that's very exciting. I'm not gonna say exactly what's gonna be yet, but um, it's gonna be spooky. Very spooky in some way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just wanted to get that information out there. Yeah, uh, and I'm gonna add on that. In addition to us going to every other week, we're going to sprinkle in some YouTube content as well. Yes. Uh, kind of similar to our, uh, you know, recommendations video that we did in, uh, to celebrate 100 episodes of the podcast. We liked how it did, and I, I kind of liked the process of how we did it and kind of gave me um, some, I guess, creative outlet besides the other video editing I do. And mm. it was just a, a change of pace for me. So I was like, you know what? I kind of want to do it again. And I thought it was, I thought it was a fun way to put our opinions out there. So yeah, I won't say what the next topics are or when those release. Um, it would be cool to do them monthly, but I, I, I can't promise them. That. I can't promise that. Hmm. Um, but at the very least, we, we will be having another one coming up soon, if not this month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that's awesome. And yeah, for anyone who, I, I guess for those listening on the podcast platforms and don't really visit our YouTube channel, yeah, we, we did, yeah, a little, some, some time ago, a couple of weeks ago, uh, several weeks ago, actually, at point, <laughs> yeah. two, one or two months ago, two months ago, maybe closer to that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 did, we did like our first video content thing. Oh, Sheena just jumped onto the desk. <laughs> just a moment. Everybody's here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, we did, we did, like, our first video content, uh, thing, uh, for Mami Manga, but it's, it's, uh, exclusive to the YouTube channel, since it, it is video, after all. If you like to see our lovely faces. Exactly, check out our faces, check out our, uh, faces while we talk, and, uh, talk about, in that, in that specific one, we're talking about anime, and I think, um, the, these, these, uh, you know, whatever we do for the video content in the future, uh, might be a bit more, kind of, flexible in terms of what the uh-huh. i guess the topics can be uh they're going to be shorter episodes uh, as well you know Absolutely. it's going to be more easily accessible kind of uh for anyone kind of to listen to without having prepared yourself by reading a book in advance kind of um so it's going to be a, a different type of content that yeah i'm, I'm also excited to to uh, do some of that right and, and since i'm the one who's editing it it doesn't add pressure to petter as he's doing his schoolwork. so yeah i think it's a good Kind of good workaround a little bit. Yeah, it's awesome. Sweet. Very well. If you enjoy our content, you can follow us on Twitter at Umami Manga, and it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by rating our show on the podcast platforms and subscribing to our channel, Umami Manga, on YouTube. If you like this episode, please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it too. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about Volume 9. Bye-bye. See you later. See you later, Space Cowboy.